Welcome to Space to Face, a podcast where we encourage you to build the online and offline presence of your brand. Whether your strength is online or in person, we believe there's business magic to be made in the blending of both. This is a podcast for passionate creatives and entrepreneurs who want to bridge the gap between their online space and meeting face to face. I'm Paige Poppy. And I'm Asia Crescent. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump right in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Excited to have you guys back. can't believe it's already like mid-December. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mid-September. That's how it feels. I feel like it's mid-September, and now we have like five days till Christmas. Nuts. It's insane. Um, okay, so to jump into what we're going to be talking about today, so you know right away, um, we are talking about how, as entrepreneurs, we have this amazing freedom to set our own schedules. It's really something we don't take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, we can set our own set schedules, work from coffee shops, um, take a long lunch, mm-hmm. or if you're like doing stuff all day, you can work long nights or take Monday off, mm-hmm. which I know Asia does sometimes. Personally, sometimes I'll take like a Wednesday off. I'll just, totally. You know, or if I'll work over the weekend at a, a market or something, I'll totally take off Monday. Yes. So it's something we all do, and we're very lucky to have that freedom. Mm -hmm. And it's no doubt that most of us who are listening to the show do not work the typical nine to five. Um, But equally, there is no doubt that we are putting in over 40 hours a week. Amen. That is a real thing. I totally do take Mondays off when I work all week, all weekend. And a lot of the times I take Monday off unintentionally, but I just realized like, oh my gosh, I've been working for like 13 days straight and now I take my day off. So what we're talking about today is setting boundaries when you're self-employed with like such a flexible schedule. So we really want to tell you guys about how not to feel guilty when you're saying no um, and about taking advantage of your schedule flexibility without, with just without feeling bad and how to handle the naysayers who just don't understand. Like if you're just at home, it doesn't mean that you have a day off. And it's really tricky when you don't, when you're not able to like blame a boss and you have to like impart on your friends like the importance of deadlines and actually getting work done. But like any other professional, like maybe even more than any other professional, we have accountability and we need to have accountability with ourselves. And sometimes it's kind of hard to to um, discuss with other friends or family members or whoever who um, work a corporate job or a nine to five job. So today we're talking about how to handle every facet of that because it does get kind of complicated. Am I right? And yeah, I think often we probably do have to work more because if you think like you go to a nine to five office and you mm-hmm. do like your task, but someone else takes care of the rest of it, they're mm-hmm. taking care of your marketing and your accounting and your yes. social media and stuff, but mm-hmm. you really are like doing all of it. So you're not just like being the photographer or like being yes. the painter, you yes. are also being the assistant and the social media manager and all of that jazz. And the janitor and all of the things. You are everything. So being, if you are able to fit all of that into a 40-hour work job, we salute you because you are 12 people in one. So it gets, But it gets so hard because I know that our friends understand that and they know that we work a lot, but it's difficult for, for people who are like underneath a boss and have a really structured schedule to understand that we are at, even though we are at home, it doesn't mean we can do the dishes or we are at home doesn't mean that we can do whatever. So that some of the things that we've thought about that people do to us a lot and we've heard happen to other people is when people call in the middle of the day and just expect that you're at home that you can just chat for hours or when people want to come over and hang out, which sometimes we kind of like, which Paige and I will talk about later, um, or when people want to go to lunch or the biggest one for me is that I don't work typical hours. And so when I have to say like, oh, I can't actually go to dinner because I'm working, people are like, what? You're working at 7 p.m.? I'm like, 
Yes, but that's because I didn't work in the middle of the day. Um, so we'll discuss more of that. But really turning down the ability to turn down social time during non like regular work hours is something that we have the ability to do and sometimes can make us feel really guilty. So we're going to be talking about all of those things today. Anyway, Paige, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, You're welcome. Well, I'm like a little bit all over the place, but <laughs> this, this episode is like pretty, pretty relevant to me today mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because... I have been doing these local events for my art and I have been finishing up these paintings that people are expecting to give as Christmas gifts and shipping out orders. So it really has limited my time the past week or two. Yes. And I, you know, usually if someone asks me to go get coffee or something, I don't say no. I say like, okay, I can fit it in this day. I'm Mm -hmm. all about balancing and like getting out and like hanging out with fellow entrepreneurs yes being a facer but this is the first time where it's just non-negotiable i have to say no and i know it can be hard to understand for people it's like oh you have the whole freaking day Mm -hmm. why don't you just get it done and then fit me in but it's just it's we'll, we'll talk about it because yes even though even though yeah i still could be doing things from six to midnight i just need to shut off a little bit sometimes right right which if you're working like the standard 40 hours a week, you have so much time to do that. So we should definitely feel the the capability to do that, not feel bad about it. And I'm curious how you are doing because you, for the first time, are experiencing holiday product oh, shipping. Oh, so fun. So if you guys don't know, um, which you probably do because if you follow me on Snap or any form of social media, that's all I talk about. Um, I recently discovered an addiction to crocheting and I crocheted like 30 beanies. And then was like, what am I supposed to do with 30 beanies? So I opened up an Etsy shop a couple of weekends ago and they all sold out immediately, um, which is amazing and it made me so happy, but now I have to ship them all. <laughs> and that's not something I've ever had to do before. Um, so um, Paige is on Skype with me right now and she can see that my living room is just covered in yarn and beanies and little boxes. Um, and it is really fun. And now I totally have so much more respect for like having to ship stuff out in time for Christmas because I've never had to do that before. Um, and I hate going to the post office, Paige, you know this. I wish you could be here and go to the post office for me. It's just one of those tasks that I don't like doing. Um, so anyway, it has been it has been a lot. So Yes, everything is going so great, but I've been working a ton, but I'm going on vacation in two days, so I'm really excited. So I'm ready for it. I'm implementing my own vacation, even though I'm not going anywhere. Good for you, sister. Good for you. I think by you. Friday I'll be done with everything, fingers crossed, and then I'm yeah. kind of going to chill. <laughs> so I'm glad that we're talking about like how much we have to work, and then we're kind of making up for that by taking a vacation, et cetera, because we just have these boundaries that are kind of all over the place and self-inflicted. Um, so we're kind of talking about how to manage those boundaries with ourselves, but also with other people. So really today we're talking about other people and who who want to like be with us and hang out with us all the time, which is so nice because they're so awesome, but we can't because we have a job like normal people. Totally. And it can be kind of hard for our friends or family or something to understand because mm-hmm. our work can look different. Yes. So being on your phone or on Facebook mm-hmm. or on Instagram, God knows it takes me a long time to write an Instagram caption. Yes. But it is work. Mm-hmm. And I know for me that sometimes I'll be hanging out with Jake and I prefer to post on Instagram later in the night. And so I'm hanging out with him and I'm trying to write an Instagram post and he thinks I'm being obsessive with social media and ignoring him. And I have to be like, it's important for me to post this. I have something I want to tell everyone. I want to have like my online presence. Like this is work. 
can I take five minutes to sit here and do this? And then Mm -hmm. we can get back to whatever we were doing, you know, which probably could be solved by scheduling Instagram, but I'm not really into that. Right. But, you know, basically, bottom line is that our work looks different, but you have to feel confident about what you're doing and just remember that it is work and it is doing something for you. Yes. And I think that a big part of that is, is if you need to measure it out for yourself and understand like I'm getting this many clients from Instagram or just if you need to rationalize it to yourself, that's totally fine. And just making it an intent to intent to do that instead of just kind of like knowing somewhere in the back of your mind like all this is kind of working for a reason, one reason or another. Really like making a point to say I'm on Instagram because it's gaining me an audience that will be growing my business, that will be spreading my message, et cetera. Or to be like, I'm on Facebook because I'm connecting with clients because I'm, for now for me, even Facebook is bigger because I've sold all my beanies. I've sold every one of my beanies except for one um, uh, on Facebook, not on Etsy. And so on, it's important for me to be on Facebook, even just for my beanie business, which is like a thing that I've had for the last week. Um, and so of course for clients as well. Um, and so having to really write down the intentions of why you're on Instagram, why you're on Facebook, and that will make you feel so much better about being confident about that that's why your work looks that way. This happens to me a lot when I'm in Starbucks and I'm on Facebook. I feel like people are so judging me, you know? <laughs> like, I totally feel that way too. And I've decided that sometimes I just think, okay, maybe they think I'm a college student who has free time to do whatever they want. So that's just my rationale now. So I'm like, like, maybe well, they think I'm in college, whatever, I'll let it go. Right. They don't even care. Um, like today, for example, I was just so busy on um, just on my computer at, at Starbucks. This guy sat across from me who I totally know just from Starbucks. And I was then I got on my phone to Instagram and then he started talking to me and I was like, this is like not a time. I was like, just because I got on my phone, it's like not a break to for you to start talking to me. I have to like Instagram and do very important things. But it it is really important. Like if I want to continue doing my work, I have to I have to do that stuff. Um, but and I also remember this is a total side note. But my friend Paige page 2.0. <laughs> she was like, you have to remember also that people who are working office jobs spend a lot of their time on Facebook anyway when they're supposed to be working. <laughs> So, like, people who work 40 hours a week aren't also necessarily working the full 40 hours a week. So, like, we can take a break on Facebook if we want. But a lot of times we're really not. We're working. Totally. Totally. I, I, always, I always say that. Totally. I agree with you. I'm so glad that you totally agree with me. If we really think about what you're saying there, I really appreciate it. <laughs> totally. I affirm you and your words. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have another idea of a social media topic that I think kind of is difficult for both of us. Uh So Snapchat is quite interesting because um, as Asia has said to me earlier, it's when transparency is your enemy. Yes, the enemy. Asia and I always post most of our daily routine, what we're up to the whole day on Snapchat. Uh So it's like I'm going to the gym, going to the grocery store, um, taking a selfie in the bathroom if you're Asia. <laughs> right. Yes, that's me. That's what I do all the time. <laughs> and so it's difficult if you – like I know my clients follow me on Inst- on uh, Snapchat. Okay. Right. And it's difficult when I'm like, yeah, I am so busy. I will get this to you on Wednesday. And they text me on Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. And it's really – it's interesting when they see me – going to work out and hanging out at tj maxx with my mom they're probably like this girl's lying to me i want my stuff now that's so funny Mm -hmm. but we have to once again it's about having the confidence and maintaining the boundaries but it is really hard when yes people can see what you're up to all the time all the time yes exactly 
Yes, it's almost, yeah, like <laughs> transparency is the enemy. And if we saw, we have the ability to be on Snapchat all day long, right? Even though we're working. Can you imagine if like we had the ability for someone who works an office job to be on Snapchat all the time and saw what they were doing? We, it, they could totally make it look like they weren't working all day. An example that is really relevant to me is that when I have a photo shoot and it takes a week or it takes a couple of weeks for those to be finished and then people are watching me on Snapchat and I'm like crocheting, I'm at the beach. They're like, I'm so sorry. Like, why can I not get this tomorrow? But you don't see the work. Sometimes I don't I don't snap everything I'm doing all day long. So I could snap me crocheting, but maybe I only crocheted for 15 minutes because I needed a break from work. Maybe I went to the beach because I'm allowed to go to the beach even though I run my own business. Um, and so, but or, it does. Yeah, work. that's a good point. Maybe I'm not working because I don't want to be working. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not working because I, I am working. And yeah, like people who who work a nine to five job are allowed to do things after five o'clock. So like we're also allowed. So it's Snapchat is so transparent and that people can see what we're doing, but there are some things that we're not snapping or not showing to the world that we're doing all the time that are just like the nitty gritty things that work that take up time that aren't allowing us to just have this amazing quick turnaround like, yeah, of course I can get your pictures to you today. Um, and that's that's not a thing. So transparency sometimes can get kind of in the way and of people's expectations of what you're doing. So I had an issue with Snapchat recently because I had to turn down a dinner date with a friend and because I had a set time, I had to go to the coffee shop and work for like four hours and I had a ton of things I need to do. But I'm snapping like my walk to Bella Mundo and I'm taking pictures like selfies in the bathroom and I'm like oh this is my cute coffee and so it just looks like I'm just like mm, sorry can't go to dinner with you because I wanted to go have a coffee date with myself <laughs> and so it just looks like I'm not doing any work um, but if I snapped all day long about the actual work I was doing you guys would be bored to tears and um, thankfully my friend didn't say anything about that but I, I wonder if she didn't like look at my snap and was like really that's why you couldn't come to dinner with me. Um, but I, I know that I'm working. I keep track of my hours, which is another really great way to like not feel guilty about it. I'm measuring what I'm doing and I know that it's important. So I'm not like you, – you have to check in with yourself and making sure that you're not ignoring people or just like pushing people away so that you can go spend like half-assed time at Starbucks. Um, and I do check in with myself like am I – this is what I'm doing with my life and with my time. I need to make sure that I'm not spending all this time pretending I'm working and not really working when I could be doing other things. Well, that's a really good point that we can bring up now. So um, Asia actually reached out to some of our friends who are mm-hmm. in the Spark Lounge, which yes. we've talked about before. We on, love the Spark Lounge. We love the Spark Lounge. We've talked about it before. All of our friends are in there. But she reached mm-hmm. out and was like, you know, we wanted to get some other perspective on this topic because obviously there's probably more opinions on this than just Asia and I's. And yes, it was and so group, much experience with it. So much experience in our group of entrepreneur friends. And like Asia said – It's cool to track your hours to be like, yeah, this is legitimate. But also, Uh I think it's important to also see the other perspective of your friends. So our friend Jamie Hyatt of Jamie Hyatt Photography. So thank you, Jamie. So she waited and she said, true friends never intend to bug you or disrespect you. So most of the time, they probably just don't really think it through. Right, right. Like, it's really easy to say, no, I'm busy, no, I'm busy, no, I'm busy. But I think it's important to also um acknowledge their mm-hmm. interest in hanging out with you and totally you know rescheduling and not just being yes. MIA <laughs> right and she, I thought that was so great that she was like like totally for, feel free to pick up a phone and say hey so happy to hear from you you called it a great time I have 10 minutes to chat but then I have to go do whatever it is you're doing like I have 10 minutes to chat and then I really have to finish this up but like what's up how's it going and then she was like really sticking to that because another um sparkler weighed in was like oh my gosh I have this friend who I'll tell her I have 15 minutes and she keeps talking but really keeping to those boundaries and saying like 
Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that we got to chat. So sorry I have to cut you off. I really got to get back to this, but let me call you back later or something like that. So just being like very clear with your boundaries so that people are respecting those and understanding. And when I have friends who do this to me, I'm like, wow, like good for them. Like good for them for saying like I really do have to get back to work. I can talk to you right now. I don't have a boss like leering over me, but I do have to get my job done and do the best for my clients that I can. Yeah. Speaking of remembering your friends' perspectives too, mm-hmm. we're – I don't know. I'm kind of lucky that some of the nature of my work, it's totally easy for me to talk to someone while I do it. Of course, there's other things that are more of a focus mode, but um, sometimes my best friend will text me and just say, hey, can I come over? Or, hey, do you want to hang out? Mm -hmm. And literally, she's cool just to chill and just be there and talk to me. And so... It, let's say it's a Friday and I have an event to do and I need to cut a bunch of prints and prepare stuff to go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sure, come over, hang out. I'm totally down. I'll just be doing this, but I can talk to you at the same time. Yes, yes. So there's definitely different levels of, no, I can't do it right now. Yes, I can. Or like, yes, but I'm still going to do this, you know? Right, yeah, or like a somewhere in the middle kind of thing, totally. Um, I'm trying to think if I have something that's kind of in the middle where I have to really get work done. I can I a lot of times I have friends come over and hang out, but I can't really I can't talk too much while I edit. But I love when they come over and and like work on something else. We kind of like a work date, um, which I really love. But remembering that your friends think it's so cool that you get to be home and be really flexible. So like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Asia is free. We can probably go to lunch. This is so great. Um, and they're not doing it to be annoying. Like if your friends are calling because they want to hang out, that's pretty cool. And like Jamie said in in the Facebook, she comment she was saying like be clear about what you need from them saying like yes I would like love to hang out um let's go to lunch at one o'clock so definitely to get something done before then um because your friends like want to support you and and they don't know that when they're calling and offering you all these like tempting things to do in the middle of your day except for maybe some work that you don't want to be doing right now that it makes it really difficult for you so sometimes I even tell friends like hey, I really have to get this thing done this weekend. I'm kind of lagging on it. Don't give me any fun things to do because I'm definitely going to want to do them. Um, so being <laughs> clear with them is a really good idea. That's really funny because I the one thing that I'm so bad at, if Jake asked me to do something or hang out, I have like no backbone. You're like, yep, sounds lovely, honey bunny. Hey, hey do you want to go to the comic book store? Like, yes. Yep, I'll be there in 10. <laughs> Absolutely. Be right there. Need something shipped by today? No problem. But that's something really important that we can just jump to is really prioritizing our flexibility because we are so lucky that we get to be able to work when we want to work, not work when we want to work, and that just might look different from other people's version of like what is working at appropriate times. So I may have said no to that dinner date that I had with a friend because I really had to work at that time. But Yes, if John would say like, hey, let's go to lunch at the beach today, like I would fit that in. And it's we have the ability like everyone else to prioritize our work to our flexibility and our, like do with our free time what we will. It just looks so different to everybody else. So it kind of looks like we're like slacking for no reason. Um, but that's not it. So Cadence, who is an amazing photographer in Hawaii, and I'm like, when I get pregnant, I'm flying to Hawaii and you're taking my maternity photos. Um, but she commented on the Spark Lounge and said, Although my time off is small, if I go to a waterfall or to the beach, people assume I'm just frolicking around all the time. When in reality, I've scheduled my damn nature time in to put my bare feet on the earth and breathe, to not look at a screen for a couple hours, which helps me be productive. I've had to literally add captions to social media, work break, which is so sad <laughs> that she's like, I swear I'm working. I just wanted to go like not work for 20 minutes. It's so um, important though. Yes. Um, today I went into this workout and – the I had kind of an off morning and it totally helped me mm-hmm. turn my day around. I was already a lot more positive mm-hmm. and 
those things are just as important to your life as an entrepreneur. Yes. And they do make your your work life so much more productive, like she's saying. Um, if I didn't give myself any breaks and then I had to go to a shoot or and then I had to sit down and edit a wedding or something like that, I just wouldn't be able to do it as well. Um, it makes her work better too, I'm sure. She yes. photographs beautiful scenes in the outdoors. So she probably yes. has more of an appreciation for nature and spends Absolutely. more time getting those photos to perfection. Yes, absolutely. We don't need to feel guilty about the ways that we choose to spend the free time I have and the ways that we choose to like activate like, yes, time now time is flexible. Like we have the right to do that as business owners. So don't feel bad if you can't go to dinner with somebody, but you will take a long lunch with your boyfriend. I think that's totally fine. And it's not something that we're doing like um, unintentionally. Like I have chosen to spend my free flexible time like with my boyfriend who's a relationship I really want to invest in. Um, and I think it's totally okay that we can choose to do that. Here's a point I just thought of. I travel a lot, right? So like uh, all of November, basically, I was traveling really because I was unprepared for such a busy season, um, which is great. But that I sometimes I'll work for a week straight and I won't do anything. Like all I will be doing is working and then I will travel for a week straight. And so I'm able to not just work like during the day, have to take the nights off and then maybe only have a little bit of a vacation later. I'm able to work solid for a week and then take a week off because all that would kind of balance out. So that's how I choose to prioritize my free time. So that might look like, no, I can't come to dinner because I'm I'm flying to see my sister tomorrow. Oh my gosh, which is a surprise. Good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast because that's totally happening and I'm so excited. She Um, really doesn't listen? No, she doesn't listen. Okay. I was like, I can cut it out if she does. I can cut it out. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm really excited to go see her, by the way. Um, but that's how I choose to use my flexible time and I'm not going to feel bad about that. So when I'm doing so much traveling, I really keep track of the hours that I worked beforehand. Not that we have to be like, oh, I have to work 40 hours a week or I have to work this much, but it does just like make me feel better knowing that like, yes, I can take a week off because last week I basically worked like three weeks in one. Um, so that's like one way that I really diminish any kind of guilt that I could feel for that. And then another thing to do, especially when talking to people is having very clear deadlines for yourself so that you can express those to your friends. Like, I have to get this wedding done by today at five o'clock. I had to get this wedding done by tomorrow. Um, so I'd love to do that. Let me try to get this finished and then I'll, you know, I can meet with you later. And so that kind of stuff just makes sense to people. It's an easy way to like translate it into like office job or a more structured job, a nine to five. They have deadlines. They understand those. Um, and so if you're imparting on them, like I have this deadline, I have to get it finished with them. People understand that and I get that. This is kind of a side note from not involving other people's opinions Mm -hmm. but it has always fascinated me that you keep track of your hours because I don't Mm -hmm. and for me maybe I should try it sometime because for me I'm like well I know I have to get this painting done and you know artists we usually price our pieces based on the size and not the hours right and so in my head I'm like I don't even want to know how long it took me because then maybe I'll realize (laughs) I work too long on it but it's like I'm just gonna work on it until it feels right right I don't know. It would be hard for me to keep track of hours because I'll take 15-minute YouTube video watching breaks. Oh, totally. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I'd, it is really difficult, and I'm not, like, the best at it. I've only been doing it since August. Um, but I, I did it because this, like, deal where I felt really guilty and I felt like I wasn't working enough. And I was, like – and tracking track of my hours made me realize at that time I was only working, like, 20, maybe 30 hours a week. And that made me feel really grateful for this life I'm able to provide for myself only working 20 to 30 hours a week. Um, and so it's – you can really learn a lot by how much time you're spending, not just about what we're talking about today, about, um, like, realizing that you work enough to be able to feel free to take breaks um, and not feel guilty about this or whatever. Um 
But just like having that data on hand really helps with so many things. Like I keep track of how much time I'm shooting, how much time I'm editing, how much time I'm spending emailing clients back and forth. And things like that make me realize I use time trade to tell clients, this is when I'm available. You can look at my calendar link instead of emailing them back and forth because that would take me so many minutes a day to do. Um, so it's really helpful to have that for several reasons. We could totally, we could have a whole episode about why to keep track of your hours. Yeah, it's good to know to keep track of yourself and also for pricing. I did it for the magazine because I was like, how much am I working on this a month and how much do, like, what is my return on my investment because your time is an investment. Um, so it's really amazing to do and it does just help you not feel bad about those breaks or to say, hey, I only worked 10 hours this week. I shouldn't go to dinner tonight. I shouldn't do that because I should be working or whatever. And again, not that not that hours are like the ultimate um, measurement. I said that word word. Not that hours are the ultimate measurement, but it is just a way to measure those things. Other things you can do when people are like, oh, let's go to lunch or you're free, you're just at home, et cetera. Let's like do something in the middle of the day. You can say, that sounds so tempting, but I'm trying to give myself normal work hours so I can be like a normal person, whatever that means. How about let's get together at five? So that's something really nice to like to express to people like you have a job even though you are flexible um, and that if they wouldn't just ask someone who works a typical structured nine to five job to just go to lunch whenever they could. Um, so it's kind of putting yourself in that realm of people who have a very structured schedule. I really like that one. It just yes. makes sense. It's, that one just seems so normal to me. Totally. Um, I actually do this a lot because with me, the next one that we will share um, – I, especially when it comes to painting, I just get in a zone and yes. in a mode. And so I'll just, I'll just tell people, hey, like I'm really on a roll or like hyper focus mode and then suggest another time yeah. to talk. And I do this one often because it's just the nature of what I do. And I like this one too. I think it also sounds very like unoffensive and nice. Yeah, totally. And just like being honest, like I'm in a really good work mode, not like, oh, my boss says that I can't come. It's not that. It's like I am being the most effective and the, the best. And I get that way too when I'm editing photos. I'm like, now is I need to be focusing all my energy on here because I really definitely love to do things like when I feel like doing them. Like I have a time where I'm like, I want to be editing photos and I really want to take advantage of that energy for that. Another one is saying like, and... We could also make the argument that maybe you don't even need to, like, pick up the phone and make an excuse. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I will just put away my phone and not touch it for a couple hours. And also, yeah. putting it on airplane mode is also a really good plan. Because not only, like, worrying about getting a call from someone who wants to do something at a time you're busy, but just social media notifications in general or email notifications. Um, I enjoy putting away my phone or turning off my email app or only checking email at like certain times a day. Totally. So that's a good way to set boundaries if you don't want to, if, if you suck at answering the phone mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. setting boundaries. Yeah. Like if like you feel bad time. about like ignoring a phone call or you don't want to pick up because you might feel like you're the one who's going to just want to talk forever, then just remove that temptation and just put the phone away. And you can do things like put the phone away for two hours and bring it back or put the phone away for one hour and bring it back. Um, and that, that's a good way to reward yourself as well. Another thing that you can do is, which I really like doing, is enlisting my friends to help. So I mentioned earlier that I like to have friends come over and just like keep me company while I'm working because I can't bring my desktop to the coffee shop because it's my desktop and that's where I do all my editing. So I have to do it by myself in my office. And so I love when I have friends come over and they just do like their own thing while I'm doing the editing part. Having company for some reason keeps me really accountable. So that's one idea if you really like just suck at boundaries also. So like I mentioned earlier, 
saying like, hey, I really have to get something done, so like, don't give me any options to do anything else because I will take them up on them and I really deep down don't want to do that. So having your friends, like be open with them. These are these are your friends. If they're calling you to do something last minute, then they're probably pretty good friends with you. And so it's okay to express to them that you really want to be doing this work even though you'd love to hang out with them. One thing that I think we also touched on a little bit before is grabbing your friend and working together. Mm-hmm. So if you do have entrepreneur friends, we hope you do because – yes. You guys we know, know the importance if, of creative friendships. Yes, that episode has happened. So go back and listen to it if you haven't already. Um, but grab your other entrepreneur friend and just go work somewhere else together. So you're getting a little bit of social time. But definitely if someone is a serious entrepreneur, they know the value of focusing. So you'll both you – right. know, You can catch up, chit-chat when you first get there, get some coffee, work for power hour, 30 minutes, keep chatting, keep going. So – that's always Keep something chatting. I love to do totally. too. And it just makes you feel like, okay, when I'm at the coffee shop or when I'm at wherever, this is my time to work. So you have some kind of boundaries that are set in for you. So you can, so you don't, not just like, oh, I'm just at home, like where I do everything else in my life. So that is a really great way to just set some parameters around when you're working and when you're not working. Definitely. And I know I have friends who do work at 9 to 5 and are also entrepreneurs. So this is a really good option for them too because yes. they're, they're like, hey, my only free time is after – 5 or 6 p.m. Uh, do you want to meet somewhere on the way home from work and just like catch up and work for a couple hours together? So totally. they prob- they want the accountability as well. So um, maybe you're the one who has a 9 to 5 or maybe your friend is. Mm-hmm. And it's fun for them to have someone to meet up with so that they make sure they get it done. Because everyone yes. knows if you go home, feed your dog, make dinner, work out, <laughs> you'll probably like lose your time. And, yeah, to- you just lose your momentum and your motivation. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yeah, the day's over. Totally. I love that. Personally, the going to work with your friend option is definitely one of my favorites because um, I can make time for the things like paintings that I have to do alone by myself. Right. But there's a lot of other things that I enjoy doing with a friend. And honestly, the amount of stuff that I can do with someone else makes me that much less lonely. So that is my favorite option. Yes, I totally agree. And I do that every morning. Um, and that's how Paige and I really kicked off this creative friendship. And it's just so nice for tying in like the space to face, you know, like that is what we're all about. So that is also my favorite option. I love that. And I love just the encouragement to be authentic with our friends because we know how important that is. So just being like really honest about saying like, I really have to get this done right now. I am totally drowning or I'm totally in the mode or whatever it is because your friend's like we said earlier, really want to help you. So I also love, that's probably my my favorite thing, is not having to feel bad like, oh, I'm so sorry, just, you know, whatever. Just being honest with your friends I think is a great idea. So I know that this has been a big struggle. Once we put it on the Spark Lounge and we told people what we were talking about today, people were like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to hear this episode because we know that for every entrepreneur, this is definitely something they – you have to go through this at some point, especially if you have a friend who works an office or structured job, which everybody does, um, because this is definitely the path, the path less traveled. So this is something that we're all struggling with, and we'd love to hear about how you guys are handling this, if you guys have any ideas that we didn't mention or what you guys have done with your experience with it, because we all go through this. And as part of the space-to-face mantra, I would encourage you guys to be a little bit lax and remember to be a little bit more social. Yes. Um, the point of this episode was not for us to be like, hey, these are all the ways you can like shut off from your friends and like mm-hmm. block them out. You guys know like the core of this show is about being more local and about getting face to face. So don't let that 
don't forget that. Um, just start working towards it, doing little things, testing it out. Um, and eventually you're going to find the balance of like, hey, I want to work, work alone 70% of the time, or maybe you only want to work alone 40% of the time. Totally. Yes. I think that's a really good point. We're not trying to encourage setting too many boundaries because we found that that is definitely a problem. But being able to set them comfortably is a big deal because if you are starting to feel super comfortable, like getting out of the house, you don't want to go too far on that end. Um, so the balance is super important and not having to feel bad about it and being able to take advantage of your flexible schedule. We're so blessed to have this. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) Yeah. And we want to make the most of that schedule. So if you do have this issue, we hope you've given you some solutions, like Asia said, and it's just something to think about a little bit of food for thought. Absolutely. So yeah, if you do have this problem and you see it as a problem, the solution Mm -hmm. to it, we believe really does come from within. Um, Maybe I think if you say, oh, like everyone's always trying to hang out with me, you might feel like that's an outside issue. But mm-hmm. really, if you can have, um, one, the confidence in your work to yeah. just be like, you know, I need to get this done, so we got to do that later. Yes. And you can set boundaries from that confidence and mm-hmm. know when to shut off and when to make time for others or mm-hmm. when to say no. Really, I think, and I think Asia agrees, that the problem can kind of be solved within you. Agreed. And not make your friends sad in the process. Don't make them sad. Yeah, it just takes a little bit of discipline and saying it definitely like the right way, acknowledging friends, et cetera, and saying, I'm not trying to shut you out. I'm just so busy at the time, uh, et cetera. And then if you're, I said et cetera so many times, sorry. (laughs) I'll repeat that part. I'm not trying to cut you out. I just have so much work to do. And we know that we're all striving to have this balance. So we're going to make errors on one side or the other. But your friends will definitely respect you if you can make that balance very clear to them. Let them know that you are, they are important to you as much as your work is important to you as well. Love it. Love it. So that's all we got to say for this week, guys. There was a yes. lot of knowledge, I feel like, packed into here. A yes. lot of suggestions. We try to make these episodes as actionable as possible mm-hmm. um, to update you guys. I know last week we talked about a woman, um, Queen's Babies, who said that she was going to have a mompreneur coffee meetup and we got an update that um she did and she actually shared an instagram photo with us of her and the other mompreneurs at that yeah in astoria new york i believe i thought was so funny because i had just shipped a package to astoria new york the day before oh funny what a coincidence i love that what a coincidence um so anyway that was an example of us hoping that the podcast is actionable for you guys and for her it was and she was putting it to work i saw i think again today or yesterday she posted that she was listening again while she crocheted asia you guys are best no way yeah oh my gosh she's my favorite you're made to be friends. <laughs> to be friends. So yeah, if you guys are using the tips that we're giving, we'd love to hear it. Even if you just say, hey, I went to a coffee shop because of you guys today. That just makes us so happy that we know that we are doing this for you. So we love hearing that you guys have taken our tips to heart and have made them actionable. And if they're helpful, we'd love to know that. Awesome. And let's see. We would like to let you guys know that we will not be recording or uploading an episode next week. Um, let's see. Next week is already Christmas week. You're joking. I like knew that, but I didn't know that. Like I knew. Yeah, but I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So today's, oh my gosh. <laughs> at the time this episode's uploaded, in case you're wondering, it's December 16th. It's Wednesday. Oh my gosh. Crazy. 
<laughs> we usually upload on Wednesdays. Uh, next Wednesday is the 23rd. So mm-hmm. taking that week off. So you guys can use this week to catch up on any episodes that you have missed or to check out our resources page, scroll through our show notes, because I know that you guys are going to miss us. We don't want to, like, deprive you. Yes. and <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I love that idea. It's definitely a time to be relaxing, yes. taking a break from your work. And I know for me, I'll be kind of goal setting and planning for the new year. So yes. if you guys have some free time and want to catch up on the old episodes, that would be perfect. That'd be so great. And we're so excited for the next year of Space to Face. Great things are coming, you guys. Great things. I'm so pumped. And yes, we will be posting our next episode on December 30th. That's kind of crazy. It will be the last face-to-face episode of 2015. Oh my gosh. That is really crazy. That's going to be a great episode. I'm looking forward to that too. Me too. Maybe we'll have to do something kind of towards that New Year theme. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, if you guys have been a longtime listener of the show and would like to close out 2015 with a bang with us... Definitely leave us a review if you haven't already. We say it every time, but uh, if you haven't yet, please do so. Get it in now. We'd love to um, get those reviews in. As we told you guys, we will be doing interviews in 2016, Mm -hmm. so the rhythm of the show might change up a little bit. We'd love to get those reviews in now to know what you've enjoyed so far, what you're looking forward to. We're always open to suggestions. Absolutely. And if you guys want to hear from anyone specific or about a different topic, definitely let us know. And like always, there is a link in the show notes to let you guys know how to give a review. iTunes makes it kind of confusing. And also, if you guys are not on our email list, then you guys can go to spacetoface.com and join because we send the episodes right to your inbox along with the show notes. And that's like the best place to hear from us because then you get to know right away. We upload the episode. We send that out. If you are anxious to hear it, you got it. Yes. And, you know, I really like our emails, to be honest. Can I say that about our own emails? I love them. They're just like a little bit of extra oomph that we send out with it. So if you guys want to be a part of that, definitely sign up at spacetoface.com. They're pretty fun. They're also pink-ish. Yeah, they are adorable. They are very cute. They're very cute. They're very funny. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cannot wait to hear about how everything is going for you. Definitely keep in touch with us over the next week or so. We'll be uh, having space-to-face withdrawals without yes. recording. So yeah, we want to hear from you. That. You and I should maybe like have a phone call anyway just to connect. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. It's like the next week we'll be talking for like four hours before we start recording. Yes. <laughs> All righty. I'm ready for a sign-off. All right, let's do it. As always, we are sending you guys all of the positive and creative vibes your way. And we hope you have a fabulous freaking Christmas. Oh, and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. (laughs) And all of the above. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to Space to Face, brought to you by Asia Croson and Paige Poppy. To find out more about us and get episodes delivered straight to your inbox each week, please check out our website at space2face.com. Until our next episode, we hope you'll apply what you've learned today to nurture both the online and face-to-face aspects of your business. And until then, we thank you and we will see you in our next one.